Hey guys, welcome to our Soul Fan podcast where I interview space holders from all over the world. I'm your host, my name is Carolina, and I am the Connection Catalyst. I help spiritual entrepreneurs experience deeper connection with themselves, with others, and with the universe. Today on the show, we have an amazing, the Divine Feminine Embodiment Coach. Welcome to the show, an amazing. How are you doing? I Thank guess you. Amazing. <laughs> You're so amazing. Your welcome is so beautiful, and I just feel such good vibes coming from you. Your beautiful smile is so welcoming, and I'm so honored that we get to be here and share this space and just really share our light really have that vibrating high frequency that can really inspire others who are watching, who are on the similar frequency, who are feeling, you know, certain type of questions that are coming up, arising with so many changes happening in the world. So we're definitely here to answer that and help people feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I'm super excited to talk to you too, because I love your energy. I love your vibes. And I know that you have a lot to share with the world. So I would love to start with a little bit of a backstory of yours, of your journey. How did you start your spiritual evolution, let's say? And did you have like a specific awakening moment or was it always something that you were on the path of? I mean, obviously, when we are born, we are a pure spirit <laughs> in a human form. But sometimes we have these kind of awakening moments in our life that are kind of like checkpoints that shift uh, our whole perception of the world and the universe so i'm curious to know about your journey oh thank you so much for giving me this space to share because sometimes we feel like our story doesn't matter and i think we get told that in our subconscious belief over time but i think i've really learned to realize how much my story matters and it makes me who i am today and i think it happened by hitting rock bottom right when we think that people are just waving through life and they may, may not have challenges it's completely false everybody is going through their own evolution their own growth and i believe i had my father figure always who's very spiritual who was who's a very famous astrologer um here in toronto so that way i was very guided by him but i never believed in astrology in any way i thought that's bogus there's no way some stars or planets are going to tell me that how my life is i'm going to make it happen my way <laughs> literally i was like I was doing everything in my power to prove my dad wrong. I was like, there's no way. He was telling me all these things about your Mars is like this, you know, your Jupiter, you got to do this. I was like, what is this stuff? So I was, there's no way the planets are going to tell me about my life or my relationship. And, you know, he was telling me certain things about my specific personal life. And as you know, as a woman, you know how important that is to us. Emotional life, personal life, romantic life. Everybody wants that amazing, sweet, beautiful quality life. But he was telling me certain things that you need to be mindful and you need to be careful. And I was like, mm, that's just a dad thing. And I'm not going to listen to that. I was very rebellious growing up. I did everything in my power to do everything what my parents told me, you know, not to do just because I felt like there was so much pressure coming from my cultural background that even when you're not a bad person, you feel like you are a bad person because now you just they make you seem like this person who's doing these terrible things just because, you know, I was mingling with boys at a young age and things like that, you know, what a natural person does. And I think that's what happens. But they were suppressing me so much at that point, which they had their ways to do. But I felt like it was a little bit too over the top because that's what they've learned right so i internalized that a lot and i started going down a path that was not very fruitful i just was doing everything against what they're doing hanging out with people just going in circles and cycles and i realized after some time getting hurt heartbroken just understanding that wow i'm giving everything that i possibly could yet things are still not working out so then it started really clicking to me that there has to be something happening in this energetic world that i can't see that it's influencing my behavior in this physical realm. 
it just clicked to me. I think maybe, you know, just having that influence over time, my dad just telling me things. I said, you know what, I need to figure out why I'm feeling like this. So after a while, I started realizing that everything started crumbling. Everything my dad had warned me about growing up, when it came to my personal life specifically, I started going against it. He told me not to do certain things. I did it just to kind of understand that, okay, does this thing really work? I really want to put it to test, not on purpose, but just naturally things, you know, happen that way. And I started realizing that, oh, you can be as perfect as you want to be. But if things are the way your energies are set up, they're designed a certain way. And when you understand where are your strengths and your weaknesses, that's when you can really understand who you are on an energetic level. And when I hit rock bottom with relationships, I'm very, very emotional, passionate person because that's what Mars is, right? It's a soldier. It wants justice. And when things were not going my way, I would really crumble and I would really go into this dark, depressive mode because I needed answers. I needed to figure out why are, why are things happening the way they are. So I started realizing that okay, things are influencing me in the energetic world that are having an influence on my physical world. So if I don't change things on that level, then I can't change things on a physical level. I can't have that mansion or that million dollars or this career and all these things like this, because it's not a mindset shift. You can't just tell someone, change your mindset, because behind that mindset is layers of trauma, so many challenges, so many obstacles, so many ups and downs that fears that are instilled within them so it's not just something that can just happen you tell someone to change their mind it's just impossible so I knew that okay even my dad told me that's why I'm so thankful that I always had the guidance I take that as a guardian angel honestly because if I didn't have that guidance I would just be lost I wouldn't be be able to have this confidence that I have today because Believe it or not, before I started re reading my natal chart, I was the most shy person ever. I would not even want to be looked at. I would, we would go to these events and there would be maybe 200 people dancing on the dance floor and people would try to pull me to it. And I would say, no, I can't be seen. I would have so much anxiety around just being seen, showing my true self, expressing myself so you can imagine how much turmoil is going inside of me when you're holding so much in and you're not expressing yourself, right? So I know a lot of people can relate to that, that when you're not truly saying what's on your heart, and now it's become such a habit to me that if I don't share what's happening to me on a daily basis, I feel like, oh my goodness, someone needs to hear this. Someone needs to relate to this. This can help someone. I need to get this off my mind. So now it's become such a habit and it's the most beautiful thing because now I, I just feel like I'm so free. I'm free because I don't have anything hidden inside of me. And before I lived most of my life that way, where I felt like, well, oh, I can't be seen. I'm too afraid. I'm so afraid of being judged. What if someone doesn't like me? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be shamed because growing up, I came at, you know, a, a, at an age where people were already establishing their groups of friends and things of sort. And I had to work really hard to blend in. And because, you know, when you already are blessed with the sauce, it doesn't matter if you can speak English or not. People are going to be gravitated towards you because you're just magnetic, right? I had those energies. So girls didn't really appreciate me at a young age because all the boys were just like flocking towards me, right? So I was wondering, I'm like, wait, is there something wrong with me? How come these people don't like me? And later I understood that sometimes people just project their insecurities and they don't even know why they're doing that. So I, you know, hold so much compassion for people because I know that they're actually struggling from within rather than judging them and 
sending them this negative light, I rather focus and send them good light. And I hope that, you know, there's a shift, there's a spontaneous shift that happens and really helps them evolve because that's what we're truly here for. So I hit rock bottom, got hurt many, 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 many times, right? And just kind of suppressed all of that in until I said no more. I know this is not what this is supposed to feel like. This is not what I'm here for, to feel shitty all the time. Absolutely not. This is not what my dad raised me to feel like. So I knew that something had to change. And like I said, on an energetic level, you have to change. No one else is going to do the work for you. And I think that's the hardest part. You have to be okay with getting embarrassed. You have to be okay with keep on trying a hundred times what it takes. You have to be okay with making it look so easy to people, but you know what you go through in the back, right? You have to be okay with the discomfort. And I just told myself that each thing that is good for my growth, I have to be comfortable with, whether I am comfortable with it or not, I have to get comfortable with it because it's that discomfort. And right after that discomfort comes this beautiful adrenaline rush that feels like this is what I'm supposed to live for. This is the part that I'm supposed to be here for. This is the feeling that I'm supposed to be here for. And I just chase that feeling. I always follow my inner GPS guidance because I think that is the best GPS you can ever have, right? When you listen to society, you're going to be lost. It's going to take you so much longer because you're focusing so much on what other people are saying, what they're doing. When I was growing up, and there's no one to blame really because you're, you don't even know better, right? So when it came to school, I went what everybody else was doing because I just didn't know better. I didn't know myself on a deeper level. I didn't have the confidence to execute that. So at that time, I needed to go through those hard steps. I went through nursing. And I, I believe that was also part of my spiritual awakening because before that, I was living a very superficial life. But when I really got to see, wow, this is what people end up with. I became so much more humbled, so much more humility came over me. And I think that was such a physical wake up call. And I, I really started from there as well. People started pointing out my energy. My patients would literally park their wheelchairs and wait by the elevator for me. They would be like, we don't want nobody else, just her. So that really made me realize, wow, I have such a special touch with people that I can't just take it lightly. I have to work on this skill and really start to build on it because that's literally my superpower, connecting with people on a level where I'm treating them truly the, the way they want to be felt, right? They want to be feel really special. They want to be doing things a certain way. And I noticed that a lot of nurses were in their world. They were just doing things the way they're told. And I just took it upon myself that I'm going to go in there and really just be my best self because that's the energy that they need that day. And from there, I just stick by, I learned my lessons that I needed. And then I transitioned when it was meant to be. I never forced it. I never, even though in the beginning, I tried to quit because it's so hard, right? I'm entering this new world where people are just devastated. They need so much help. They're in so much pain that you're just looking at life in a completely different way. And I started this at the age of 20. So I was very young and I was not ready for it at all, but clearly I was prepared for it. You know, I was prepared for that type of work where God wanted me to really tap into my higher self and know that you are that person who's not just beautiful from this exterior and don't let people, because good looks, I realized don't really solve people's problems. You know, they don't really evolve you in any type of way. They're nice to look at and they're definitely important, but I feel like it's the internal work 
that I really started focusing on. And that's what would shift people's energy. I would walk into a room and just have one conversation and people would just be like, what happened? What just happened? And I thought that is so much more impressionable. That is so much more impactful versus someone just saying, oh, yeah, you're, you're cute. Because that's just what I was used to before. Very superficial talks, very superficial validation that I feel like young girls seek sometimes, right? Because of our society conditions us that way, that we will we'll do anything just for a validation, right? To have that. But truly, real validation comes from our own self how we feel about ourselves. And I think I'm so saucy. I'm so full of light and all the right ingredients that has God given me. And I'm actually embracing them. You know, I'm not pushing them down. I'm not suppressing them that I used to. And now I've actually mastered how to do that, to learn how to read your soul ingredients, learn how you, how to be aligned, how to be in alignment with those. Because a lot of people I know that are artists that are so creative, but they're doing jobs that are draining them just for the money? Really? You're just doing it for the money? That's just, I feel like that's a weak reason, right? Yeah. Because money is not enough. You have to do something that drives you every single day that is really going to bring the light out in you because you're here to inspire someone else, right? Absolutely. But I can't, the, oh, but the red pill here is that you can't force people. You can't force people, the, the ones you love, the people that are around you. Of course, you just want to tell them that this is perfect, but then you come off as controlling or you try to be, you know, something that's coming in their path. And I think another pill that I've realized is that if God is working for me, then obviously God is working for them, but they just have to take certain steps to meet God, right? Because God can't come down here and be like, hey, I'm going to help. Like God just doesn't do that. It's not some, it's an omnisource. So for us to understand that if we are an extension of God, then we need to walk and talk in that way. But when we're in that dark mode, I realize those things just aren't relevant. You're just so in that mode, deep and devastated, that it's so hard to see the light. And that's why you have to know that there is so much help out there. There's people like us out there because that's what's going to drive the hope, right? We were in that position once, or I definitely can relate to people. And that's why I love helping people because I can relate to them. Whatever they've been through, I've been through something similar to that. And mm. I think the empathy really just pours out because I know that the passion, our, what is it, our true purpose in life is not really a career or something that we attach labels to. It's really our energy, right? I'm sure there's so many people who do are coaches or who are doing the same type of thing, but people go to certain people for their energy, for their true self-serving soul that they came here to do and every day getting up to embody that and the third red pill i think is your true awakenings don't come from the blessings they come from the hardships they come from the times when you're so down and out and that's when you're really like no i won't put up with this i have certain boundaries and when you start to do that inner work you realize you know, you create this little screenshot and memory in your mind that, okay, this is what I'm not going to put up with because you sat down and really dealt with your feelings. You didn't just ignore it and put it under the rug, which a lot of people do not to, you know, have shots fire at people, but that's really the reality of most of our society where they don't want to heal because they don't want to feel. And I call my circles heal and feel, which I hold every single month 
which I invite people where we can literally just create this amazing portal of love that we can transform through and everybody vibrates on a high frequency. They're ready to reclaim their own power because I can't do it for them, but I can definitely guide them through it. Right. And that's what I'm here for. And it feels so powerful to do that every single day. Beautiful. Oh my God. That's so beautiful. Everything that you've shared. And uh, I would Thank really you love so much. to come with this uh, conversation about value, because as you mentioned, like if you come from a specific culture, let's say you might not really see the value that you have, because honestly, value is something that we see based on the background that we're coming from. Like, for example, if you live in a society that wears Uh, red t-shirts only because red t-shirt means you're connected to god let's say i'm just like making it up but you yep. know to make it clear for people then if you're an artist who creates new uh, shirts and you know puts the codes together and just creates something new you're not going to be valued at all you're actually going to be like a scapegoat and you're probably going to be kicked out of the society because you don't fit to the rules right but if you go then move to the uh, artistic people to the creative people you're going to be like they're going to be like oh my god you are so amazing you can do so many creative things So I feel like people sometimes struggle with seeing their value because the environment that they are in is not suitable to make them feel like what they have to offer is valuable. And I feel like it's important to discover themselves as you have discovered your value and how you can help people and how you can stand out. And, you know, you had to go through your own journey to get to the point where you are like, okay, I can see it. But I feel like it's so important to know that, okay, in some environment, maybe people are not going to value, like half of my family doesn't really value my spiritual evolution or you know emotional healing that i do or anything like that right obviously because they don't even know what the hell it is or you know just they don't even want to know and that's okay let them live however they want to live but people who i meet who are into the same stuff as i am they're like oh my god you know you're doing such a good job and then i feel like oh i have a reflection of that outside but actually it's about finding it inside first and then you're going to attract only the people that are seeing it because if you see it yourself and sometimes you need to go through shit to see it honestly <laughs> um, but Literally. if you see it yourself then like your whole universe because you we are in a mirror universe right everything is going to reflect back to you your value and the more you work on yourself the more shadow work you do the more you reprogram yourself then the more you're going to attract people's and people and situations and conditions in your life that are in alignment to who you are and that are actually valuing uh, your yourself right because it's just you are emanating that and i feel like it's so important because i feel like a lot of people maybe um are still just like stuck in there like okay can i do this do i deserve this you know am i worthy of it but yes you are you're a freaking absolutely. god in a human form. absolutely <laughs> oh my goodness the day they realize that you will you will be unstoppable right the second you step into your power but the thing is it doesn't happen right away takes so much like you said shit but i want to say something that shit is not always bad shit is normal we it's a, actually a healthy part of life this is very good for our bowel what is bad is diarrhea diarrhea is dark loose nasty musty energy that's what we don't need right so shit is normal we all go through it and that's what people need to realize that don't think that you are watching people on instagram or all these social media apps and They're actually just acting. Most people are putting a lifestyle that is too perfect. That is not real life. If you're not sharing the hardships that you go through or your low moments or things that you're just not feeling sometimes, you know, that's the balance of reality. You can't constantly be on a high because if you can be on a high, then just as much you can be on a low. 
So you have to honor those both sides of you where sometimes in our divine feminine energy, we have to learn to surrender. And when it comes to our masculine, we're ready to go and take those actions, right? But what for a woman, what they don't realize is that we are on a 28 day cycle. We're not, on, we're not like men on a 24 hour cycle. So we have four different phases where two, three of them, we feel super confident. And, you know, when it's time for us to rest, we do need to provide our body that rest. And sometimes we don't because we are brainwashed by society, media, pop culture that go ahead, swim, you know, do jumping jacks and work out and go to work for 12 hour shifts. Don't worry about your monthly time. And that's what I did. I was doing everything, you know, acting like that time is just, oh, it's just casual not really in touch with my divine feminine embodiment that, wow, no, I need to be very relaxed at this time. I need to value myself before I was not, I was so in my masculine. And I think that's where the part comes in where they want to suppress the divine because they know how powerful it is. Because when we are in our power, just look at us. It's like vibration like literally, you know, like singing bowls times 10. Because we are so powerful when our electromagnetic field in our heart is just magneting through literally six meters, six feet. Let's just say six feet. That's what it is, not meters. Um, you can literally walk into a room and change the temperature with your energy. You know how you have that much power to walk into a room and just change the vibration with your energy. If you have that much work in yourself, you know you can do that. And I think that is a power people can use. But because they're so afraid, I've seen people say it all the time. Oh my God, they're watching. Oh my God. But what if they're looking? What if people are watching? I said, who cares? Who cares what people are watching? Why do you, are you living for other people like that? You should be living to show them that it, it is okay. It is normal that we all, if we actually have a conversation, we have way more things similar than different. And we focus on so many of the different things versus things that are positive about us. And I think that's where humanity, we are working Every single day, people like us who are in the spiritual community, light workers, light beings, all of us have different tasks. Some people are revealing the truth. Some people are raising the vibration. Some people are emitting their self-love. Everybody is doing their part. And it's amazing to see just within the last two years, the change that I've seen. People are building their self-sufficient businesses. They're just really believing in themselves more. They're finding out the illusions. They're really seeing beyond the veil. They're stepping into their own power. They're feeling sovereign. And I believe that this is what we came for. This is exactly the time we came for. And if we don't realize that, then we need to realize that right now. This is the conversation that is going to really help people tap into their own sovereignty and just let them know that it takes time. So don't give up. All the things that you're going through, if this is a sign that you just need to show yourself more love and be more gentle with yourself, so that way universe can actually reveal to you the clear directions because you just need to know the what you don't need to know the why, how, what am I going to do? How's it going to happen? Things just happen so fluently. You know, I was hoping that one day, you know, I'm going to share my story with someone and then boom, you message me. Right. So I believe that we don't need to be working that hard. We just need to be working smart and really with our design. I'm really in touching with the human design nowadays too, right? Because everything kind of goes hand in hand. The more you do research on yourself, the more you're this perfect piece of museum design that is priceless. Nobody can tell you how, what, when, how, because you can just tell within from your own GPS. You don't need, you don't need outside sources to tell you what your value is because you have put a price on it yourself and it is, there is no price. 
An average person's DNA is about $85 billion. So the people who work on themselves and are constantly reprogramming themselves, renewing themselves, even on a cellular level, those people are worth a lot more, even if we just do the DNA, right? So on a soul level, we know that I've probably lived, I don't know, 3,000 lives the way that I feel on a spiritual level. Physically, yes, we are young and thriving, but on a mental level, I feel like people can live so long. And this is another thing. People say experience is the best teacher in life. I thought about that. And I think if experience is the best teacher in life, then a lot of people would learn from their experiences. I think it's when you truly turn your experience into awareness that becomes reflection. And then that turns into insight, right? But it's not just experience because I've seen that, yes, experience is a great teacher, but it's what you do with that experience. It's not just, yes, come give me everything life throws at me. A lot of people internalize everything. They're carrying other people's energies. They're carrying past hurts that they can't see. But people like me who are so intuitive, who are so in touch with the energetic world, I can see right away when I step into a room, I can see where people are stuck. They're literally stuck in, the, in that mode of that age that they got really hurt or they felt abandoned or they felt wounded but they don't realize that they have the ability to heal because it's a wound, mm -hmm. right? So that is my superpower to really have these powerful, powerful conversations with people like yourself. Honestly, it's so empowering. This is the times that I really dreamt of. Those were my goals one day when I used to look up to people who were in the spiritual community that, wow, how do they think like that? How do they even come up with these things, right? But the more I started going down my path, my journey, the same thing started coming up, but it took years. It wasn't something that happened overnight. And people, you know, they see me and they say, wow, you're so confident. You're so, you know, they have this impression. And I just think, damn, the hard work never goes unnoticed. <laughs> like it just <laughs> truly never goes unnoticed. It, it will stay. And when you don't put in work, it also shows Mm -hmm. You know, that's another thing when you're not working on yourself, you're definitely going to be bringing out an energy around people that is, you know, it is can, can be bringing others down and they're unaware of that. Mm -hmm. You know, they're in denial of it. They have a high, e high ego alert going on. And that can be really dangerous to be around in families, right? We don't talk too much about that. But when you're surrounded, like you said, your environment is toxic, like a plant. You can be the best plant ever, but if you're in a toxic environment, you're not getting the right sun, water, air, the right elements, of course, you're going to be not thriving. You're barely going to be surviving. So the same thing with us, we can be so perfect and so talented and everything is perfect. But if we're not aligned in the right environment or we're not taking the actions to get ourselves in the right environment, and that doesn't have to be in person, like I said, online. People had the perfect chance in this pandemic, right, to really build this online, really help themselves to find their like-minded people, work on something physically, mentally. And I made this video two years ago when the pandemic started, and I, and I reflect on that when I said, guys, I really think that we should really use this time to dig deeper, find ourselves more, invest, spend time with family, because we never got to that much. And I think the system is designed that way, right? Because when you finally get time to be bored and really think about yourself, when you don't have to be worried about paying taxes or bills, 
that's when you really realize that, wow, I can go so much further. I can maximize my potential. And that's where the light clicked for me because I was very comfortable in nursing. I was great at what I do, right? I just go in, I talk to my patients like they're my buddies. It's so fun. But the environment was very toxic. So that's when I was like, oh, I can't be the only positive one here that's bringing in the light, right? That kind of drains me. And everybody there was also like, Anna, you have this different energy. You need to be doing something else. And I was like, guys, I worked hard to get here too, you know? But the thing is, they saw that I'm made to do something different, maybe use my energy in a different way. And I just kept at it. And after I realized that, you know what, it's time to transition. And that, that's when the bulb clicked where I said the environments need to change. I started every day, every day I started building a routine. I started doing certain things, setting certain affirmations for myself that are going to reprogram my mind. And I knew that I needed to give it time. It's not something that you just listen to one's affirmation and it's going to change you and now bring you a million dollars. Absolutely not. And I think that's where a lot of people don't believe in affirmations because they think it's something that you should just listen to and it's, you heard it, so it should work right away. But what a lot of people don't understand is that it's an embodiment and you can't just listen to an affirmation and say, I'm beautiful and I deserve the best life. And then two minutes later, you go back to thinking you're not worthy. So that's where a lot of people don't understand that your vibration has to match your affirmations and the universe is so calculated. It will understand when you're not feeling it and your energy is off and you're not, you're faking it pretty much. And I knew that I needed to give myself time if I needed to program my mind. It was not going to happen right away. All the things we dream of, but I did do that. I really, but see, it happened. It happened after when you hit rock bottom. It doesn't just happen when you're just feeling all bright and blue and blushy. It's just not going to happen that way. Life has its, it's a scale, right? So it's just going to go up and down, up and down. But when it comes to the down, you do have to sit and embrace it rather than pushing it to the side and saying, oh, dark feelings. I can't, they're negative. Instead of calling your feelings negative, they're actually guiding you. Your anxiety, your fear, your self-doubt, your challenges, they're actually guiding you towards yourself. But you're just, because we're so taught to push these feelings away, we genuinely don't get, don't get the benefit out of them. So the days when I'm feeling down, I really sit with my feelings and I say, wow, what's coming up, right? Because it's, it's like that internal, internal dark shadow side of ourselves that comes up that wants us to look at the parts of ourselves that we've hidden in the crevices in the back. Right. So that's when I realized that everything kind of connects. It's not one thing. Started reading more books, started educating myself on people's experiences because there are certain things that you want to convey to yourself, but other people say it's so much better. And you're like, yes, that's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I wanted to say, but I was just not able to say to myself the way that I was thinking books gave me this insight where I was working on, you know, my memory building that as well, because I realized in nursing home that all my patients who read books don't have dementia. And all the people that were um, not reading books did have some sort of uh, neurological um, issue. So I took that as a very practical experience that, you know what, I'm going to start reading more because I don't want to be, I want my memory. I want my brain to work smarter. I want it to work harder. Right. So I know it's an alignment. Spiritual side has to be fulfilled. The physical side has to be fulfilled. And then the mental has to be stimulated and the emotional has to be felt. 
So I knew that the balance has to be there. I can't just leave one side and then forget the rest. And after I've kind of mastered that, I knew that I needed to share the value. Mm -hmm. You know, when you feel value in yourself, that's when you can finally share that with other people. Before that, I think it's just called validation or you're just, you know, filling filling some sort of hole, right? Trying to help others when your cup is not even full yourself. And I think it took me so long and I still suffered from imposter syndrome where I said, you know what? No, maybe not. Like, you know, just maybe I shouldn't. Maybe the world doesn't need that. It's fine. But I was like, you know what? What is this overthinking? What is this getting into my mind so much? I know when I feel my best and my brightest. And it's Mm -hmm. when I, when I have moments like these, it's when I have conversations like these, it's when I see people feel so confident after one conversation with me, they say, wow, I needed that. Right. So I knew that these things are priceless. Yes, we can put a price to it because at the end of the day, we're all human beings, but we know that this stuff doesn't really have a price to it. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's where I feel like our energies just love it. (laughs) yes absolutely and again like the price is something also linked to value so if someone values something they are happy to pay way more than um, you know if they don't value it it's like just just uh, normal but I'm super excited to uh, also ask you this question because your nickname is unamazing and so I'm curious to know like how to live an amazing life because you're obviously living an amazing life if your nickname is unamazing so what would be the tips that you'd like to share for people to actually living in your highest potential? So first you have to learn to embody. So the practice that I do for this is there's this version of myself, maybe in this life, I don't feel confident, maybe all the things that I want to do and I'm unable to do. And then there's this, you know, quantum world where there's another version of me who literally can do everything that I can't do in this world. And I have to work like a Mario game to embody that version of myself. I have to bring that girl here. And I know that I can do that. It happens through meditation. It happens through every single day, the small little habits, the small habits, really coming into the frequency of gratitude, being so grateful for literally tables, for internet, for the sky, for your bed. Literally the smallest things. If you can't come up with 10 things right now, then clearly we need to be getting more in this state of gratitude, right? Gratitude is something that I am just so preaching about. It's so simple, right? It sounds so cliche. Be grateful, be grateful. But are you really, are you truly, truly grateful? Because if you are, I would see it on your face. I would see it in your vibration. I would truly see that you're living a embodiment of gratitude. And really, I feel humans live in a forgetful land. We forget every single day. So what I do, I put on affirmations the second day I wake up. Yes, I'm already confident. Yes, I already have all the skills and abilities, but I don't forget to constantly nourish my brain because your brain is going to do everything it can to reverse the psychology of all the hurts and the pains. So you need, if one pain, you need 10 affirmations that are good. So imagine, right, the work that you have to do to get rid of that programming. So I, second I wake up, my habits are very, very strict. I wake up, the second I'm even making my bed, my affirmations are on, I'm getting my brain in that frequency where I'm like, yes, I am that I am that person, I am that bad, you know, badass, I can't accomplish everything that I set my mind to who is someone to tell me or make me feel like I can't. But the thing is, people do make you feel like that. That is the reality of things. People do bring you down and make you feel like at their level of energy. Right? That's why I say don't match energy, 
just elevate. Otherwise, you're just going to be on a constant seesaw. Just matching people's energy is just so strugglesome and it's exhausting. So it's better to just constantly get your vibration high. And that's going to happen through your small habits. It's not going to just happen by telling yourself vibe high, vibe high. That's not going to be the case, right? You have to, <laughs> second you wake up, morning, what is your morning routine like? That is so important. That was a game changer for me, right? There's so many different things that help in the spiritual journey, but the small habits every single day, the food you eat is a high vibrational. The people you surround yourself with, are they high vibrational and high frequency? The things that you do, are you, are you turning your passion into something that you truly can gain out of? right? Working on your goals that you've put aside, but those goals aren't going to happen if your mindset isn't aligned with that. If your mindset isn't believing that you're actually capable of achieving that. Your mindset mm -hmm. is not going to push you if you think, oh no, but what if, what are, what are people going to think? Oh my God, well, I'm a failure. Oh my God, it's just too hard. Oh my God, maybe I should not try. All these thoughts are going to bring us down, but we have to work harder to beat it because that's what it is. We're kind of in a spiritual warfare. Right. So we have to kind of pick a side at this point because Earth is kind of going through a mutation as well. Technolog te technological wise, like wise as well. The world is changing so rapidly. Conscious wise, we're changing so rapidly. Every day, new mental downloads coming in. Every day, new awakenings happening, breakthroughs happening. So I feel like if we're not doing the work to align ourselves mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, Doing something every day, reading a book, journaling, really getting your thoughts out in paper that what do you truly feel like? What's stuck inside of your mind? Writing down your affirmations, things that you are embodiment of or want to be. Writing down your gratitude every single day, like effortlessly. It's just, just come effortlessly, nothing to think about too much. And then writing down your goals, things that are you want to happen, but you're already making it happen. So another thing I say is I'm the type of person who has fill in the blanks. I'm the type of person who has fill in the blanks. You want to fill that, but you want to feel like you are that type of person who's accomplishing the things that they want to do, right? So if I'm traveling, if my goal is to travel four countries before the year ends, I'm the type of person who goes on vacation and has a time and energy, freedom, everything that they need. So I think it comes when you want to envision the future version of yourself, you have to start working writing it down every day. It's like an agreement. You're making an agreement with yourself and breaking all the agreements that we've made with our childhood, right? Because at that point, we're so young and our brain is so, it can, anything can imprint really fast. So if someone tells us, no, you can't do that, that's too dangerous. Your brain is automatically going to take that and internalize that subconsciously. And you might grow up and actually start believing that, no, that is too dangerous. I can't do that. Right. Until you start to become aware and say, oh, no, I am actually not my brain. My brain is just there to guide me and store all this information. I just need to become aware and not let it have control over me. So I literally have conversations with myself where if I'm having a negative thought and I say, no, get out of that right now, get out of that right now. You need to switch your thought right now. You cannot have control over me. So you sometimes you have to be assertive with yourself. Sometimes you have to be fun. Sometimes you have to be very gentle, like a baby. You have to really listen to your body because it's communicating with you all the time. It's all the It's so intelligent. It will literally tell you the second you eat maybe McDonald's, it'll start creating all these weird, you know, like I get that when I eat junk food, my body will communicate to me right away that, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. 
it's just me listening. Obviously can't talk, but I can feel it that yes, it's telling me that this is what's happening. If there's a certain type of pain, right? Our pain is always guiding us towards what needs seeking, what needs help. So I believe that when you learn to be more in tune with your body, just really feeling the sensations, sitting with yourself, grounding yourself, touching the ground, actually, these small habits that are free, that's what I started with. That's where, you, mm-hmm. that's where the work comes in. I didn't wait to have these you know, expensive biohacks or do things that are so out of my league. I started with just the simple things, working out, taking care of my body, that it's physically fit, constantly nourishing my brain, constantly making sure that I'm emotionally you know, stable, even though there are so many triggers. And I think the triggers are a big part of the spiritual healing because you think that you're healed and then someone triggers you and you're like, damn it, <laughs> never <laughs> mind. Always happens. Never mind, I'm not. <laughs> but the thing is, again, healing is so not just straight up. It's so up and down. You're going yeah, to be triggered. Natural. Yeah, it's so natural. And I think when we, ju- I judge myself sometimes that, oh, like I thought I was recovered from that, right? But the layers are so deep. That's when the passion and the compassion has to come in that no, you got to be way more gentle with yourself because the layers are so deep. So you have to become even more on a baby watch. You got to mother yourself. You got to be your own daughter, your own mother, your own husband, wife, everything. You got to really nurture your own being. And once you see that value, you'll just say, wow, what a masterpiece. It looks messy, (laughs) right? It's all messy, everything all crazy, but that it's still a masterpiece. And that's something that we have to learn to embrace. I believe that's how you work and live a joyful life anywhere, anytime. You don't need to be on a vacation. You don't need to be doing things like expensive things. It happens when you are in the present moment and people wait for this future to come, right? They're like, oh, I can't wait till that happens. I can't wait. The thing is, that's an illusion because future is still going to happen in the present moment. The future will still happen when it's now. So if you cannot find peace in the now, then you're going to have a hard time building this illusion of future. Mm-hmm. So that's what Absolutely. I constantly remind myself every single day. Get back. Don't be a forgetful human being. Get back into your vibration. You literally have to become like a unicorn and do all weird things sometimes, right? That's why I think spiritual community can sometimes be looked at. They make memes and they do things like, oh, vibrations, hi. They always try to do that because sometimes people fake it. Sometimes it can really come off as if they're trying to make it a trend, but it's not really a trend, right? A real spiritual healing is literally the most hardest thing that you ever go through in life. It is literally so devastating. You feel like you're dying. You feel like you're, (laughs) it's the ego that's dying, but like, you feel like you're just, oh, it's so bad. And you're like, I can't believe other people go through this. They go through this, what I'm going through right now. So the triggers were really my teacher. And I think when we learn to embrace our triggers that when we get hurt by someone or someone speaks to us in a certain way, or, you know, we just truly feel sometimes devalued and we need to just realize that they're projecting how they feel sometimes about, you know, about themselves. And that lets us have more of a compassion for other people rather than pointing fingers and saying, why are they being like that? Or just being judgy. Right. And of course, if they were right in their mind, then they wouldn't do that. You know, that's how you, I just think of it. If they were right, and healed they wouldn't never say that to someone or do something to purposely hurt someone 
So that means I can really hold compassion for other people when they're going through something and they're not able to share that because it takes a lot of courage, right? To really come out and share your story, things that you've been through, things that have really brought you down. It takes a lot of courage because it's not easy because you're Mm -hmm. afraid that people are going to call you weak and you're not weak. It actually makes you really strong to share your parts of yourself that are hidden and just seeking love and help. And the funny thing is that a lot of people are going through the same thing. So you realize that, oh, it's actually a very collective thing. That's a very natural human thing. We don't need to have toxic positivity where everything is constantly good because there is no fulfillment in that. People will only just see you as superficial then. They will see that this person is too perfect to relate to. This person is too well put together that I think that I can't even achieve that type of lifestyle. But when you become really authentic to your own raw self, then you realize, no, it doesn't matter status. It doesn't matter anything. We're all vibrating on some sort of energy. And we have the ability to actually move the energy because which is his emotions. How are you controlling your emotions every day? Are you being reactive or are you being responsive? Right. So when we get into those positions where we are constantly triggered, we have to learn to hold back sometimes. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to defend yourself and sometimes you have to learn to hold back and know that, yes, this is what growth is. This is what growth is supposed to feel like where, yeah, I could I could say something, but I don't want to. I'd rather save my energy for something more positive. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, you can't control people's energy, right? You can't you can't control how people are going to be with you or react to you when you go out in the world but you can control how you react or how you respond and i think that's where the magic comes in where you are able to really be your own authority now you're Mm -hmm. making decisions that feel right to your boundaries that feel healthy and before because i've let people walk all over me i was super vulnerable i let people treat me because i just didn't know any better i didn't know my value but when Mm -hmm. you truly learn your value you become real expensive Okay, you become like a real diamond who is worth a lot, even more rare than that. And you want people to treat you the right way. And then you teach people to treat you that way if they don't know. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be in a way where you're putting them down, but you really show them by just being an embodiment of yourself. You show them every single day by repetition, by consistency. And that's where I'm so inspired by my father. You know, he started this astrology from scratch here at the age of 60 and he is one of the most famous people here he constantly you don't even get a hold of him you you can't because people are constantly after him and what he offers and he showed me that what people had designed for him was oh he'll just do some sort of you know job or something and just kind of retire from there and he said no he was consistent i've never seen him be tired of his work I never see him miss a radio show or podcast. I never see him just not be passionate about his work. And because he feels that way, he looks young. He feels young. He feels like he has a 16-year-old soul. And I just learned in physical life that how important consistency is. If there's no believer right now, trust me, they will be a believer if you're just consistent. So just learning to show up for myself every day, not taking breaks from that. Not saying, oh, maybe not today. Maybe I'll just, you know, not show up for myself. And show up, showing up can mean really just 
like I said, journaling, reading, taking out 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour for yourself, stretching, working out, making a healthy meal for yourself, you know, mm. attending therapy, anything, doing breath work, anything that aligns you. There is a million things to do to work on yourself when you really start doing it. But because you're avoiding it too much, you just kind of crumble and just lie down and never think about it. And I've, I've done that, right? So that's why I know what it feels like to wake up at 2, 2 p.m. And I just feel so demotivated and I don't feel aligned. And my parents, we come from a culture where it's girls are, you know, below boys. Literally, there's so many double standards in that way. So I had to overcome that as well and really find my place. Because when you live in a house full of people, then you kind of get crowded with their identities as well. So really understanding that, no, I'm different and I have my own identity and I'm going to make that shine. I'm not going to succumb to any type of perspective of other people. Everybody's perspective is invited. But at the end of the day, this decision is mine. So yes. that's how I really started to look at my life. And again, that happened when people didn't make me feel like that. When people didn't make me feel like I was valuable. So that's when I took things up in my hands and I said, no, that is not how I'm going to allow the world to treat me because we have a choice. At the end of the day, our creator gave us that choice, that free will, right? To do whatever we want. And we can do that. So I chose to make these choices for myself that have completely took me on a different path that I maybe have thought or didn't intend it to be. But it honestly says in my stars, to be honest with you, it already said in my horoscope when I read it 10 years ago with my dad. He said that you were going to be this person that is going to have an impact on people. But in order to be that person, you do need to work on yourself. You need to cleanse your soul. That was his word. And I was like, I am clean. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? <laughs> clean. There's some very clean. Okay. And then he said, no, he said, no, you will see, you will see what I mean by that. And over time, it started really revealing to me that how much things I had stuck inside of me that I was internalizing and I had to let go of everything. Of what people think of me, what, what, what they're going to think of me, who cares? People are going to talk, talk about you regardless. Give them something to talk about. Give them, <laughs> them, give them something good to talk about. That's how, that's how I think it. Let them actually, let their brain work. Let them strategize. Let them work a calculation. And honestly, at the end of the day, you're going to inspire them. Whether you trigger them, you're still an inspiration. Because through that trigger, they're going to find something that is going to show them what's beyond the matrix. Yes, absolutely. I resonate with everything that you're saying so much. And it's great how you're in the flow and, uh, you know, sharing yourself and your beautiful energy with people. And I have a last little question to you. Um, where could people find you if they really vibe with you? They would like to know more and see more of your content and so on. What is the best way to contact you and see what you have to offer? So the best way is my Instagram. And I constantly update people with my daily stories. I relate to them. I show them my daily lifestyle, things that I do. So that way it can really encourage them and show that I'm not just saying things. I'm actually embodying it. And then I hold circles every month, depending on the energy where I feel like we can, we can really take advantage. And as we have a Lionsgate portal, we have a full moon coming up on August 12th. So I hold my circle then where people can join and we guide through a guided breath work. We do tapping, emotional tapping to really release anything that's holding the tension in the body. We do a magical music playlist. We really just raise the vibration and create this portal of love and unconditional love to say. And then I do one-on-one -on -one healing sessions with people with shadow work. 
And that's pretty much where we are, again, doing more personal and more deeper breath work and EFT, which is emotional freedom technique, again, to release the tension. And then I also do one-on-one astrology birth chart reading, which has come through my father and I've learned the last 10 years of my life. And I've become really, really amazing at it to the point, like the reactions of people shock me where I read them and they're like, um, do you have cameras around me? What's going on? What's going on right now? And I'm like, no, it's not the cameras. It's that I can truly tap into your energy and I can read, I can feel what you're going through and all the transits that are coming up. And honestly, it takes a genius to do that. So I am finally admitting that I am a genius because reading a birth chart came a long way right? It's Mm -hmm. not something that just happened right away. I had to really dig deep. And I used to do that on my free time, just search up random actors and people, celebrities, and just search up why are they the way they are? Like, Why are they exactly the way they are? So that just became very natural to me. And I love to see the shock on people's face when I just tell them that it's not a secret that you're like this, you can actually make this way better if you choose to. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, again, that's where I get my source of energy from just helping people really learn themselves on an energetic level, their ingredients, their sauce, what do they come with? you know, how can they use their design to their benefit and really step into this alignment that is already created for them? They don't need to go off path. They don't need to do all of that, but they do need guidance. They need to learn from people who already know who have done the work and there is no shame in that. So that's where people can find me on Instagram. I constantly keep people updated about my life, how I am and how I embody that daily lifestyle that I talk about that really helped me, right? So, and then showing up for people. So that's kind of what I've made my life to be where I wanted to design it that way. I wanted my life to be wake up and do the things that really pour into myself that are going to help me pour into other people. Because me just getting up, rushing to go to work thinking about work and then coming home and sleeping is not really pouring into myself. It's keeping me in this loop that I was on autopilot until finally I was, I just got hit on this autopilot and I was finally like, Whoa, the change is now or never the change is now. And this is the time that I was waiting for. I think my whole life, we have this amnesia, right? When we come into this world, but it's like our soul always knows that's why it's kind of guiding us. That's why we have all these opportunities that just come up that feels like, yes, this is, this is what it's supposed to feel like. So I just follow that feeling. That feeling is so irreplaceable. That feeling is just, and it's not always going to be fun. That feeling can be so uncomfortable. It can be so fearful when you're doing something that is truly in alignment with you. You can feel like, oh my goodness, this is like so frightening and so nerve wracking. But like I said, after it, after the thunder, the storm comes a sunshine. So that, that feeling, oh, it is just so beautiful. Yes. And I live for that. And we need people like you who can also guide people to know that everyone is a genius in their own way. And we yes. just need to discover how genius we are. And we need some uh, guidance from people who already are there, really being in their zone, in their genius zone and sharing that with the world. So thank you so much for all the work that you're doing because you're a shining light. And I'm super grateful for this conversation and Aww. for you willing to share your energy with us. Thank you so, so much. You're so amazing yourself. Such a bright light. I'm so proud of you for having this platform that are reaching out to people like me that are really looking to share our story, making us feel more empowered. And like you said, we all have gifts and they're all hidden, you know, right under all the challenges we've put on top of that. So we just need to get under there, 
and just pull each other's arm up and know that we can help each other instead of bringing each other down and be part of the old world where people were comparing women. No, we're part of the new world. We're empowering women. We're making each other feel like, yes, sis, you got this, whatever you want, you can have it. Right. So that's the energy that I'm on. That is the frequency that I'm on. And I hope people that watch this or get the chance to watch this really feel the authentic, our intention, the vibration that we came here with. And I'm so happy that we got to do this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, beautiful souls for listening to us, being with us, tuning in. It was a beautiful conversation. And if you'd like to find the Soul Fam podcast on Instagram, it's at We Are Soul Fam. And if you'd like to find me, I am The Connection Catalyst on Instagram. I'm actually posting a little bit more on my Polish Instagram, but through there, you can find me um, at karolina.kuraj uh, as well. So thank you again for being with us. I'm super grateful and stay tuned to the next episode.